0: Get
1: Just Over Fast!
2: Hi, guys. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this is Dead 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 Time Stories. Stories. Welcome to our special 25th episode, the Halloween episode. Halloween. And the last episode of Guestoberfest.
1: Where all October
2: long, we've had guests on for every episode. And this episode is not... Uh, I was going to say is no exception, but it's going to be exceptionally special. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you
1: did there. You guys see what she did there?
2: Um, so we have a special guest today. Uh, and would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I'm Aaron.
1: There Hi, Aaron.
2: Hey, thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, so uh, Aaron, Sarah knows Aaron. and yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we uh, the first show I ever did in Philadelphia, which, uh, you know, as you guys know, Stephanie and I are both from the South. Uh, so I moved here, oh my God, over four years ago. Yeah. That was a long-ass time ago. So the first show I ever did in Philadelphia, I had the pleasure of working with Aaron on, and that was Bus Stop. And we had a great time, Old Academy Players. We had a great time.
0: The, the pleasure was all mine. It,
1: it was a lot of fun. It was a silly community theater. You gotta love it. It was the worst. Yeah, it was the <laughs> absolute worst. It it was it, it was a it was a lot a lot of stress for no pay. This show
0: was on. I was gonna say
2: you bring that's that's the if you don't do theater here's what you should know about theater people the more stressful and horrible the experience the tighter the bond so for real yeah yeah <laughs> you're like a that lot, was the best of a show lot of things went those down were great that show. people that those director never directed, directed there again it. oh my god Is he... I felt
0: bad about that too there was he was touched.
2: He was touched. Oh he my god! Touched. And not in the way that we say talk about. In it. A long yeah.
0: time. That makes me really happy. Yeah, and he, um, yeah, I felt like we we were destroying a handicapped person.
1: <sighs> it wasn't us. It was Park. But we'll get into that on another. Ooh, yeah, girl. That yeah, that production was full of interesting things, but. Made a new friend.
2: Yeah. And now Absolutely. Aaron is here and now today. now Aaron's here today to talk to us. To tell us
1: about um, his experiences. But
2: his experiences and his uh, story is going to be really, like, more particular, more, like, into it than anything I think that we've talked about before. Um, maybe more than, like, Josh Hitchens, who I think is who had, like, the most intense of all the experiences that we've had on the show. Um, but because we don't want to interrupt that or break that up at all, we just want to go ahead and get right into the promo situation, Yeah, I want to
1: take care of all of our business stuff. Do we have any other business? I don't think so. I think no. end of Guest
2: Well, it's Halloween. This is your, if you live in Philly, your last chance to catch Buffy.
1: <laughs> there you go. What's
2: more With Feeling, which is at the Adrian Theater on Sansom. Uh, that's at 10 o'clock. And Halloween is actually going to be a dress up and sing along occasion. So if you live in Philly, you're a Buffy fan, you want to come see this show, uh, take are on fits website sometimes they're pain to find so you can also like DM me or our show on Instagram yeah. and I'll get you the link for tickets but that's the last thing that I have going on by the time this podcast comes out
1: yeah
0: you said a buffy musical yes,
2: yes it's there's a there's a musical episode of Buffy the vampire Slayer okay and this is a stage production of that episode okay so yeah it's uh, a lot of fun it is a lot of fun I play Very sweet cool. who is a uh, who's the villain of the episode who comes to town and Makes people sing and dance to death. Sweet, yes, She's a dancing <laughs> demon. A dancing demon. Oh, something isn't right there. That's a line. No, oh, sorry, that's a line don't from the do show. That to I'm me. so sorry. That's, she looked that's, over that's, at that's our recording equipment Giles, and went. Giles not right says over. that like early in the show. Sorry. So promo,
1: promo. We're really excited to introduce you guys to these girls. We've already introduced them before, but you guys should Chaos go check out Kian's and Carnage over at. Our- they mostly podcast at night
2: mostly there it
1: is
2: (laughs) she hates it but i'm sure they love
1: it i'm sure they do i know they do they're great listen up chaos and carnage made a podcast and things went awry that's right this is chaos and carnage reminding you to stay bloodthirsty friends and make sure you check out our horror movie review podcast they mostly podcast at night posted every monday night we explore the farthest edges of the horror genre Come to us for all things spooky and settle in for our bickering banner that has marinated for the last 20 years. You can find us on iTunes, Anchor.fm, and Stitcher, and make sure you follow our social media at Podcast at Night for all the up-to-date news. We will be waiting for you.
0: What's the name of the podcast?
1: They Mostly Podcast at Night. Say it! (laughs) (laughs) It's just just like like They Mostly Podcast at Night, but I always have to wait and
2: then follow it up by going, mostly, because it's a reference to Aliens. Oh, what is her name? Newt, little girl. She's talking about the aliens and she's like, they mostly come at night. Mostly. (laughs) Like, that's how she says it. So every time she says the name of the podcast, I follow it up by saying mostly and she makes a face they do but that's the name of the show
1: but it's a podcast so people don't see my faces right which is a damn shame <laughs> which is why I have
2: it's, she does she gives great face <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: how's your face no complaints <laughs>
2: <laughs> absolutely love it
1: um, but yeah they're great go give them a, a shout out check out listen they watch horror movies and then review them and talk about them who doesn't know that yeah mostly
2: mostly <laughs> all right,
1: let's dive into our spooky shit. Let's do it. How do we want to do this? So, Aaron, I just put all the pressure on you.
0: Yeah, I'm like, okay. where would you like to start? Um, I I could start from my beginning. my beginning. So, preface all of this by saying that I don't know if I actually believe in ghosts.
1: I love it. That's the perfect way to start this.
0: I don't because I I always hate when when somebody instantly you tell them something and they're like oh that's a poltergeist or um you know that's that's you know residual haunting and it's it kind of pisses me off a little bit because did the shoe box shoehorn something so quick when you're like how the hell do you know what it is like so i try to stay skeptical and i try to not really think of it in, in terms of like well i definitely know what this is um I definitely don't know what it is, and I don't think anybody else knows what, what this stuff is. So, yeah, I don't know if I believe in ghosts or not, but I guess you would call it a ghost. Uh, I call it an attachment because it stays with me. Anywhere I go, it, it's with me. It moves with me. It's been with me my whole life. No, that's not entirely true. I, To be 100% honest, I think I inherited it from my father full-time when he died which would be 10 years in February he's been gone but uh, he was the only one that really took me serious as a kid me and my my sister I have two sisters one of them never experienced anything the other one has uh, but I'm the one that now has it all so for me it started uh, when I was five I, w- I was allowed to stay up uh, late and we were there my parents were watching a movie which scared me as a kid. I actually later saw the movie, and it wasn't scary. Though. It, wasn't, it wasn't a horror movie, but it was it was kind of like a horror movie comedy. Mm. But it scared the shit out of me as a kid. Um, so I ended up sleeping in their bedroom uh, with them. And I kept waking up in the middle of the night. My dad had uh, um, tinnitus in his ear. T- around, no, the no, that was right. Um, in his ear, so he had ringing all the time. So when he slept, he had to have, like, the television on. Um, so let me see if I can set this up for you. So the bed was against was, was in the center of the room against one wall. And at the foot of the bed, the, the TV would have been in the right corner, and then there's a bathroom right next to it, and on the opposite corner was a walk-in closet and a nightlight, um, this show this my dad had made with this orange light bulb that was in it. So I kept waking up. I kept having bad dreams. I actually remember the dreams that I had. This was, this was such a harsh night for me. And when I would wake up, there was a guy standing in the, the bathroom door. And he was kind of bathed in that, just the blue light of the that, that television, got off that, that ambient light. And it, it looked just like my dad. But my dad was laying right next to me. And the guy was just standing there. And so I woke up a couple times, and each time I woke up, I wouldn't open my eyes all the way. I just kind of, like, threw my eyelashes because I was laying down so I could easily just look straight down my body through, like, my eyelashes. And he was there. He was just standing in the bathroom door. And, I mean, I'm really going to show my age right now. So <laughs> back then, they didn't have you – know, TVs have sleep timers built into them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they didn't have them back then. What they had was this box that it had a dial on it, and you would dial the amount of time that you wanted. It plugged into the wall. You had to wrap your TV through it, the TV power through it, because basically what it did, it interrupted the circuit to the yeah. TV power, and it made this clicking noise. Like It had this this like lever on the side. that went clink. When the dial got to the time, it would force it over. That's how it worked. High-tech shit there. <laughs> it would force that, that thing, and it would go clink. And when it did that and turned the TV off, I woke up and I sat straight up. And the guy that looked like my father wasn't in the the bathroom anymore, in the bathroom door. But there was another guy that came out of the closet <gasps> and started walking right towards the bed. And I freaked the fuck out. I I started screaming my head off. I woke my mother up. She sat up and I kind of like I dove behind her, and I just kept I was just pointing towards the guy and, you know, the man. And there was nobody there by the time I woke the whole house up. So I woke everybody up, even woke the neighbors up. We lived in a a row home. Uh, So, you know, your neighbors are practically family. So I, (laughs) I, I woke, you know, I woke everybody up. What I never did tell everybody, though, was about the guy that looked like our father standing in the bathroom. I was already embarrassed, I guess, and I just... You know, just stick to the story. You know, it's crazy enough. So, my dad took me serious. He got up, and I remember him. He had this clock, it was my grandmother's. And he took the clock and, and uh, he put it in, in the closet and told me that I was never allowed to touch the clock again. The clock basically wouldn't keep time right uh, in any room of the house other than his bedroom. And the week before that, I was messing around it. It had a little slide in the back, and, it, and I was playing around with the gears inside of it. So uh, he, it had something to do with his mother, and that was hers. It was the only thing she ever – she owned. Uh, so I don't fully understand it. I actually own the clock now. Um,
1: but I thought you weren't supposed to touch it
0: at the I time. I take care of it. I take care of it. Yeah. And it's – I feel slightly responsible for it, so – I keep it. I mean, I don't touch it. It's put away. But So, I mean, I, I slept with a, with a massive halogen light on in my room until I was like 13. For like a long time, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't go to the bathroom because the bathroom, I'd, you'd have to go up the stairs, walk past their bedroom to get to the bathroom. I'd have to have somebody stand at the bottom of the stairs and watch me go past their bedroom like you would think like if you you are a mother to to this kid like this, like doing all this stuff like you would think like man my kid is traumatized what's up man? yeah right? but no not at all not at all i just freedy cat she was like go pee damn it <laughs> he's such like a it's pussy. Fine. he's such a weirdo yeah. he just
1: wants attention <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so things calmed down for for a long time for years years and i remember when i was 15 i was um hanging out with my sister. She was getting ready for work. She was a bartender. And I was um, sitting on the uh, edge of the bathtub while she was putting her makeup on. And we were just talking about, like, the weird things that, you know, we've seen in the house. And she just offhandedly mentioned that she used to see a guy that looked like our dad in their bedroom. Yeah, my fucking blood ran cold when she said these, these words came out of her mouth. And I... I so you saw him. I, I was like, you saw him more than once, and and she said, yeah. I'm I'm like, why did you continue to sleep in that room with them? And she said, because he never came out of the bathroom.
1: He only stayed there in that. He doorway. only stayed
0: he in that doorway. Never came out of
2: that. Right. She just saw him in the doorway, but he never came out of there.
0: So it's, you know, that was like some serious validation for me that like oh, I wasn't crazy. That did happen that night, and that's kind of how it goes. Now it's a whole lot of is is am I crazy is this really happening and then some some hardcore validation that yeah this is happening this isn't crazy you're not crazy and then yeah like i said things quieted down for a very long time till my father died about 8 years ago and now it's just all on me it really kind of dictates a lot of my life it's ruined relationships I've had to move because of it, uh, because of, like, what it's done to, like, my neighbors. One of the things that, that it, it, it does is – and it's interesting. It, it will make people very hostile towards me. Strangers, total Strangers. And a lot of times I walk around, I feel like I'm Larry David, you know, like, like I'm in a big Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boom.
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um...
1: Ghost, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Boo. <laughs> like, um, I, I was living in uh, Swarthmore uh, with my girlfriend and we had an upstairs neighbor. He was an, an older guy, I'd say he's about. Ooh, 60. 60. Um, nice guy. We, it was a converted house. So there's three apartments to it. There was the first floor which where we lived, which was the biggest unit, the second floor, and uh, then there was a, an annex apartment that you had to basically go around the back of the house and go up a fire escape to get to. So he lived alone. He had, uh, he had a daughter, but she lived in Florida, and I think the only other family he had was, like, his dad who, like, lived in media and – Obviously, he, the guy's 60, his dad's, you know, yeah. practically got both feet in the grave. So, you know, I kind of befriended him. Like, I brought him back Thanksgiving dinner from my, my family's house. I brought him a nice plate. And, you know, kind of like any holidays that we'd go out and get, you know, that you're eating with your family. And you know, I'd bring him back food. So we became friends. And, um, you know, I kind of looked after him. Uh, and then I would get these phone calls from him, like... We were in uh, Louisiana uh, on vacation, and he called me up because there was somebody in my apartment. Um, he could hear them walking around, he using the toilet, and yeah, you're like, what do you do when you get that phone call where, where you're you're fucking five hundred miles away from home, and some you, somebody's telling you that dude, there's somebody in your place, and so I, I, I was like. Oof fucking, can, can you go down there, please? Can, can you, can can you, you, you take a look? Yeah, can you go down and take a look? And so he did, and uh, obviously there's nobody in there. Yeah. Uh, but he continued to hear somebody walking around in there. Basically, it seemed like it was preying on him a lot. This is how it typically goes now. It preys on the people that, that I, I'm with. that my it preys on my loved ones. Um, barely, barely does anything to me. Uh, but it preys on everybody else. And so he started to unravel. He started because he started seeing things and he started getting very paranoid. And he uh, he was a gun owner too. And I remember one time. Rough combo. Yeah. I remember like really, really kind of like it's like he started seeing th- things in his place, like his blinds opening. Uh, not – he said he saw it one time where he said he was sitting down and he watched the he, he watched the goddamn blinds like Venetian blinds. Someone said you pull the string and they, and they they go up. Yeah, raise up.
2: <sighs> uh,
0: but most times there would be things like they were up and now they're down. They were down and now they're up. And I just got really nervous around this guy. and I got really nervous for my girlfriend's safety. And then one night he had. Uh, He'd called me up because he'd saw me. He was really, he was really, really upset. This is the night we left. Uh, he, he had saw me looking in his bedroom windows. And, you know, like, really hostile. You know, like, what, why the fuck are you looking in my bedroom windows? Like, at the dude lived on the second floor. I was like, didn't he live on the he second floor?
1: He lived on the fucking
0: second. Like, am I floating up to your windows? So it, right then, it was like, okay, he's angry, and he's angry at me. Yeah. And he's got a lot of guns. I'm getting my girlfriend, and we're we're getting the fuck out of here now. Um, it's, it's too much. It's too much. And then after that, that shortly kind of, you know, we broke up shortly after that because, you know, things were happening with her, too. So basically what happens is it'll quiet down where there'll be no— no incidents, and then it starts slowly. You know, you set your your car keys down somewhere. You set them down on the table. You go into the kitchen, get a drink, go back to get your keys because you forgot something in the car and the keys aren't there. And then they show up someplace else. Then you start kind of thinking, eh, maybe I put them, Maybe I didn't put them where I thought I put them. You know, I you know I do smoke pot, and <laughs> these things happen. Um, sure the choir. <laughs> and it plants a seed it plants that little seed of doubt in your head and then it starts growing it like um hell was it last month it made a whole <laughs> it made a whole dinner vanish like a takeout box me and my uh, me and my roommate we went to uh she likes greek food so we went to this greek festival and we got dinner we got take we got takeout dinner and i only had a little bit of mine and i put it I put it in the fridge and the next day, it was gone. Like the box, everything was gone.
1: You are sure she didn't take it? I was it? gonna say she, she loves her life. <laughs> She loves Greek food, and,
0: and, and that's a good question. And this is this is why it does it. It does these things to create uh, animosity. strife, animosity between people. And to be honest, like I I I was pissed. And no, I didn't think it was her. I mean, obviously, of course, you're gonna be like, maybe she, maybe you did eat it. But yeah, I mean, you're always gonna think that it's it's so goddamn ingenious. Like, take take the food. Where did? That's the thing. Where the hell did it go?
1: You don't. You still haven't found it. It didn't show up somewhere. It's gone. You're like, this smells weird. Oh, there's my in My garbage. Like, In my closet. In the dryer. Under my sock drawer. In the dryer.
0: (laughs) No, it it never showed back up. It's just gone.
1: Maybe it's just a hungry, hungry ghost.
0: <laughs> it's a Maybe. A funny thing about that too that night. So typically, I like I I I'm trying to I'm saving money, so I go I'm going to buy a house. Um, so I'm pretty boring these days. I, so I spend a lot of Saturday nights at home. And that we went out to the Greek festival to get food. When we came back, we I walked in the house. I walked in first, and you got pass to pass the kitchen to go through the dining room to get to the living room. And when I walked into the living room, the TV turned on by itself and my uh, my video that I was watching on YouTube started playing again. And I wasn't touching my phone. The yeah. TV remotes were on the other side of the room. And so when the TV turns on, it makes this like doo-doo-doo-doo mm-hmm. noise. And she heard it in the kitchen and she said, did the TV just turn on by itself? And I was like, yep. And it restarted my video for me. So it's, I don't know if it's just one of those things where it's like, I know you left. I know you left, and I'm not used to that. Um, and
1: that ghost was like, do I smell Greek food? <laughs> Let me distract them
2: by turning
0: this TV on Look, right quick. TV's
1: on. I'm going to go swipe your leftovers. And it's like, yoink.
0: I love that tzatziki sauce. Well, you know, some of the more, like, nastier things that it's, that it's happened – and uh I kinda I kinda did purposely glaze over it. Um with my ex. It um it's sexually assaulted exes before. In bed, nobody there, like forcibly like holding them down and touching them, um, where they don't want to be touched and Yeah, it's I d I don't yeah you know, it's hard to talk about. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. It's something that you don't really hear a whole lot of, but like feeling penetrated. Wow! Um, and I mean, what do you do? Who do you, yeah? When you you're violated by something that's not there, and how do you how do you deal with that? So that that's always hard, and I always feel very guilty about that kind of stuff.
1: But that situation has never happened to you.
0: No, but you. No. multiple? I, I've exes. been. I, I've. I've. Yeah, and it makes me. Makes me nervous. I mean, obviously, like you know, I. I don't want it to happen to anybody. I. I do get. I do get sleep paralysis. Um, I get held down. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, that's. That's the worst that I. I get. It's uh, like uh, when I we had broken up. I'd moved back home for a little while until I. I found another place and. I, I always seem to take these like little short trips to like faraway places, and then I just come right back, like drive back. I mean, that's what you do on a trip, I guess. You you go away to a faraway places. I place seem and to go away like on a back. trip, and then
2: I come back from it. It's weird. <laughs> it's crazy.
0: I mean, like you know, like I was telling you earlier about just driving down to South Carolina to see the eclipse, and just drive right back. Right. I went to Chicago for. I drove out to Chicago for a weekend, and uh, while I was gone, it um it attacked my mother two nights in a row. Uh, the first night. Yeah, the first night there was a – there was a noise. There was a lot of noise downstairs. And um, she went to get up to uh, go see what it was, and she was pinned down in her bed. Then the, the second night it happened, it, she said it sounded like, like a wall caved in downstairs. And when she went to get up, she wasn't only pinned down. She, and when she'd tell the story, she, you know, she'd you be like, hands on my shoulders. Like it, it's – not being pressed on my chest, you felt hands on my, my shoulders holding me yeah. down and one, oh, and then a hand on her throat. And she still, you know, and she kind of joked and, you know, because uh, my, my, my dad's name was Bob. And when she was able to, like, be free, you know, she basically said, you know, she told Bob that, you like Bob, cut it out.
2: Does she still live in the house that you like grew up in? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, she does. So, and that happened again, uh, probably a few months ago. My my roommate was attacked, not sexually, thankfully, but she had woken up and uh, she went to get up and she was pinned down and she was and she was being choked. She was being choked, and I was downstairs. I I I I have to wake up early for work. Um, my, I I'm a tradesman. You know, if you're in a trade, you Got to wake up, but fuck early. So I, I wake up early no matter what, even if it's on the weekend. So I, I was, it was about four thirty in the morning, and I was up like just watching Netflix, and while she was upstairs being attacked, um, and she knew I was downstairs, just sitting there watching TV, and she couldn't scream to me. She tried to bang on the wall. She couldn't move her hands, and she just had to let it happen. And after it happened, uh, she came downstairs and she was really freaked out and scared. And it's one of those things where it's like I've been telling her about this stuff. You have to kind of tell people about mm-hmm. this. And I was upset for her. But on the other hand, I was happy that like now she she knows that this isn't just me making up stories. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't know where it comes from. I, I have a couple thoughts. Um it could be my grandmother, um, my father's mother. She was a pretty obstinate woman. My mother my and my father would describe her as just angry. Like uh when my my two sisters were, were yeah, they were young, they're older, um but they were just you know toddlers and I was born, my dad had to go into a detox um for his alcoholism. And so I had, she, my here's my mother who's 20 years younger than my dad oh, by the wow. way so my you know my dad's like 50 my mother's you know 30 and she's got a 2 year old a 3 year old a brand new baby and uh his father's mother who's a senior citizen doesn't like her to the point where she had to go to the bathroom and but she needed help to to get up to go up to the stairs and my mother couldn't help her um, and at the time, and she you know she was demanding, "You know, "I need to go now." And she had a screaming baby, two other kids running around. The woman relieved herself on the couch just because she wouldn't do what she wanted at that time, just to kind of paint a picture of, mm-hmm. of how this woman was. Um, so she put her in a nursing home while my dad was in detox, and she died there while he was in detox. So I don't know if it's her or if it has to do with the previous owners of the house. They had, I think they had like nine kids, eight or nine kids. And the wife was actually, she died giving birth to like another kid. And at that point, the the father fell apart. This this date stepped in, uh, took the kids and uh, kind of just left him a, a mess. And, and my parents bought the house, um, the sheriff's sale.
1: What happened to him?
0: Don't know. My mother used to say that when first bought the house, they would be sitting, uh, She, you know, they were fixing it up. My dad would be at work, and he would sit out front and just stare at the house and really kind of freak my mom out. Just sit in his car and just stare at the house.
1: So, wow.
0: And so I don't know if it's the mother. Um, and evidently, like, they, really, they didn't take care of the kids either when they – my parents took the carpet up. There were urine stains all over the floor, human urine stains. So, yeah, I don't know if it's that woman or if it's my grandmother or if it's something else, but it's here. It's mine. I can't get rid of it and I just have to live with it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I
0: have lots of questions. I was things. like, I have lots of <laughs> yeah, Please ask away.
2: Well, my first thought. There's um, more,
0: too, but I wouldn't, you know. Right. And I was like, talk. "Do
2: you I was like, do you have more? Nice. Do you want to Please talk. Well, there are a lot of things that stood out to me. So like what was really like uh, the thing that really stuck out to me was when you were saying that the neighbor upstairs was like you were staring at my window. I saw you staring in my window. And when your when you were dealing with like your the thing that was bothering your father, it was something that looked like your father.
0: I thought about that, too.
2: So I'm like, that's really
1: It's, like, taking the shape.
2: Shape, right, of, like, whoever it's, like, following. Um, And I wanted to know, did you ever... Did your father ever talk about it, or did you... Because I know you said that you kind of felt like you had inherited it from him, even though you had had seen it or, like, experienced things from it, like, before that. But was it ever anything that, like, your dad ever talked about with you, like, his experience with it at all? He never talked
0: personally about it and his experiences, but he um, definitely... Believed in in, in it, mm-hmm. but my dad was kind of a mystery in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, I guess all dads are, like, you know. Like uh, one one weekend, I, I woke up and we have we have a piano um, that nobody ever played. I woke up and somebody was playing the piano, mm-hmm. like skillfully playing the piano. <laughs> and, very, I, and I'm like, very like, well. Who, who the hell's in our house? And like, None of us do yes. there. I'm like, who the hell's in our house? And I walked downstairs and it was my dad. It was the only time I've ever heard him touch that piano and playing. I had no idea he could play the piano. It was the only time I ever heard him play. Um, But No, he never talked personally about it, but I kind of wish I asked him directly about this stuff, because when I was growing up, the incidents were kind of few and far between. My sister Julie had her experiences. I had mine. Yeah, the worst for her was we had gotten the chicken pox. Julie didn't. I did, and my older sister got the chicken pox. So we ended up having to – so my my mom stuffed me in, in the room with my other sister who had the chicken pox and Julie slept in my bedroom. And she had – she had woken up one night and there was a, a woman standing in the corner of my room and she had – she saw her. and She, she knew it wasn't my mother but she still asked you know, mom and obviously like the woman that didn't respond and so she pulled the blankets up over her head. And um, she went to peek out, and the woman was kneeling down right in her face. <gasps>
1: Stop! Right
0: in her face. What and did she
1: look like? Oh, I don't want to know. Oh, what she you know, look? I would, like?
0: I would have to. I have to ask her. and I'm going to see her on Halloween, so I'm. I'll ask her because um, I'm sure she remembers exactly. And the same thing to happen. Do you remember
2: like how old you guys were around that time when that one happened?
0: Um, I think I was about seven, six or seven. And how old would that made her? That would have made her nine, mm-hmm. nine or ten. And, you know, screaming her head off, woke the whole house up. Yeah.
2: Because the other thought that I had, too, when you were talking about your grandmother, who, um, I don't know if this added to her being an ornery old bitch, but (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if part of it was like something had been terrorizing her and if that could have been passed from her to your dad and from your
0: dad to you. I don't know. Um, I think a lot of. I mean, I I try to think rationally about it. Sure. I've only seen one picture of her. I mean, I met her when I was a baby, but.
2: And that's what I mean. Like, if she would have died and, like, at that point, it being passed to your dad, where, like, because you saw stuff from your dad's room when you were, like, five on, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I stopped sleeping in that bedroom. Uh, Sure, yeah. (laughs) You are like, fuck that. five years old. That was the last time I ever, like, from being scared, slept uh, with my parents for comfort. I never did it again after that night.
1: Here's the joke: Your parents set up a cardboard sculpture <laughs> of your dad. Of your dad. Awesome. Just a cardboard to be cutout like, out of your dad up in the bathroom door. We're sick of door. this kid sleeping in bed with us. We need our own space. We need our own bed. Just f- scare him. Scare when him.
2: burglars come in the middle of the night, they'll see this guy in the bathroom. It was just it was a shit out of him. They'll just run out. double. It's a double. No, that was a cardboard cutout of
0: your father. That other guy was here to rob us. So that was just a bonus. We
2: just, it <laughs> the guy coming out of the closet was the robber. He saw the cardboard cutout in the bathroom. It was like, ah, shit. Started coming towards. Yeah, you know. and then the
0: kids screamed. He was stuck in the closet like, the whole night because he's like, out. "Is this guy gonna he's go to God bed? God damn it, what?
2: go to sleep,
1: kid."
0: <laughs> <laughs> TV
1: clicked off. Now I can move. Ugh, never mind. I think um, we just cracked blown. the case. What did you have?
0: No, my grandmother, um, she uh, and her family, they they uh, fled Russia um, mm. uh, when um, when communism. Set I feel in.
2: more validated in
0: this theory. Like
2: she brought some Russian
0: her. scary and shit over they you here. You know what They were going to be murdered, uh, so they they fled Russia t- yeah. to the United States. And my father's father left when my dad was ten, and it was like like Depression era. Yeah. Um, and so she was stuck, and she had no employable skills.
1: And it's, she was a single mom now. He two, left her. Yeah,
0: with two kids, <sighs> and so she had two brothers that basically raised my, my father. Um, and they helped out a lot, Yeah, Damn. but she was a, she was a bitter woman and yeah. rightfully so.
1: I was like, yeah, no wonder. Fuck. Um, well, here's my question. Did that clock come with her from Russia? I don't Cause know. Cause the Ooh, one shit. common denominator is that clock.
2: Clock. Boom. I don't know. Sarah.
1: <laughs> you mean tick tock. Boom. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, Sarah! And I do my best not to really, case.
0: not to to engage with it. Um, with the clock, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I'm sure it's very easily identified if it like mm-hmm. where it came from. I guess I'd have to take it out of storage now.
1: Shit! I just wonder, yeah, because you mentioned that I, I have a lot of questions about the clock. But that's also just because anytime a parent is like, "Don't touch this thing," you're like, "Why can't I well, touch that more thing? There's... I want to touch that thing." Yeah.
0: Yep. Tell but me it's, about why it's I not can't just touch the clock. There's other objects too that are kind of attached. That
2: Painted.
0: I, yeah, that I have. Um, there's a, one of the other ones is a little cast iron piggy bank of a Yorkie, and when I was I don't really I don't remember any of it because I was a lot younger than five. But evidently, I had a, a an imaginary friend uh, named Sam that lived in the Yorkie, and. Like, I don't remember any of this. Uh, and there would be nights where, like, it would sound like the, like walls were falling in in my bedroom. And, you know, my parents would come rushing in and I'd just be asleep.
2: Y'all would play in Sam House. Right?
0: And, you know, it was Sam. Yeah.
2: Um, Sarah, Sarah. One of the stories that Mary Angela had told us um, was she had an imaginary friend And she was talking to her mom about it. And she's like, no, that wasn't... Like, I remember that little girl. She was not imaginary. Like, she was very real. Like, she would come and we would play... And her mom was like, no, that girl was never here. You used to talk about this girl, Debbie, all the time. <laughs> and and Debbie, Debbie. and you were Debbie were going to go play Debbie House. And she was like, no, Debbie was a real girl. Like, she had very vivid memories of, of seeing this little girl. But th- that was a very vivid memory for her, where she was like, no, I saw this little girl, like, regularly. We would hang out, like, she was my friend. And they were like, we didn't have any neighbors. We lived in the middle of nowhere. There was no little girl coming to hang out with you. And Mary Angela, like... Swears to this, like to this day, that she remembers this little girl that she would play with. But one of the things is they would play Debbie House, where like Debbie would come over and this we would, we would play Debbie House, and that's so why I was like, oh, you were playing Sam House, with <laughs> your imaginary friend Sam.
1: So you said it would sound like walls were caving in in your bedroom, and your parents would come in and nothing would have happened, just like when your mom heard it's like a wall yeah. caving in downstairs. Yeah. Oof. What else do you have that's yeah? Ugh, like
0: <laughs> um,
1: We're putting it all on an eBay listing. You know, this shit'll sell for thousands of dollars if you say it's haunted.
0: I, I can't get rid of it. I feel very responsible for the, for this stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and, and it's not like I don't watch these shows either. I, sure. Just because I have this stuff affecting my life doesn't mean that, like I don't enjoy it. Like watching, you know, like the the haunting shows and stuff like that. And I saw, you know. One of my favorites is uh, *Paranormal Witness*, especially like the first two seasons. They were they were really good, and uh, the Dybbuk box. One.
1: Yep, that's what I think of when you talk about that clock.
0: Yeah, is that it uh, sounds
1: like a Dybbuk box situation?
0: And I would like, and they passed that box around to like three, four different owners. Like I'd feel very guilty, like letting somebody like ha- putting this off on somebody else. Yeah, the just box- on the off chance it went with it. Yeah,
1: the big box was also a haunted eBay listing.
0: Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. That, that's what made me think of it. Yeah, we there's it. a lot of yeah. We talked e-bing. about like
2: paintings, like haunted paintings that people have sold, but they've been very clear where they're like, just so this you know, haunted. like this is haunted. If something comes with this painting, like you can't hold us accountable or letting you know. Like, do, you, do you think about this. buying
0: something like that? No. Do that I think you, about you? buying? Yeah. It? No, God, no, no. These are Why? just things no. that we've talked about before on the show. Do you buy it and gift it to somebody?
1: Oh, Only if you hate them.
2: <laughs> but no, a lot of times the people who buy the things, like, they say they've experienced things, but they also are like, I would never sell this piece. Like now this piece is like more valuable to me. So there's than what a I big bought one. regardless of what they've experienced oh, from having it. I have no idea.
1: There's there's a a lot of them are dolls. Um, there's a big one, oh, and I'm gonna that. I'm gonna say the name of the doll, even though saying the name of the doll is supposed to bring it into blah blah blah. Harold the doll. Sorry, Harold, if you're upset about this. Harold the
2: doll. Harold the oh, doll shit, is,
1: is like a known like eBay <laughs> listing that was super haunted, and um, I just listened to the episode of this for, and that's why we drink, which is another paranormal podcast. It's like ours, um, and they did a really great episode on Harold the doll and his whole story. But at the end of it, the guy who Originally ended up buying him from the eBay listing. Was like, I'm not ever getting rid of this doll. Like, I know what's going on with it. I know how to handle it, but I'm never ever getting rid of
0: it. It's yeah. only staying with me. Yeah, you. Like, yeah, I mean, you do. You you feel a very like a strong level of responsibility for it. Yeah. I don't know why you you would invite it into your life. Um,
1: right? Why you be well, like, I'm I'm there's... bored. Let me get this haunted yeah, clock. Like,
0: I don't have enough shit going on. Let me go buy a fucking haunted painting. <laughs>
1: And that's a little insight into the mind of Zach Baggins from. He's a
0: douche. <laughs> he is, but he's the one who goes and
1: buys all this I know, shit, and he I know. put it all in a like, museum in Las Vegas. He's laughing
0: all the way to the bank, too. Yeah,
1: he is with all of his ghosts that are attached to him. He's like the guy.
2: Yeah. Excuse me from the Gettysburg Museum. He's just like some of it's. Like, it all comes from different like places. Some of it, like just you believe you, just if you learn something, you. it's, it's your, your own
0: fault. fault. <laughs> yeah. I mean, speaking of, like, Gettysburg, um, this is why I, I, do, I don't know what it is, and I, I'm very reluctant to put any labels on it. Um, and I just heard this story this morning about this, uh, I guess the movie was called Gettysburg? Not the documentary, not the uh, not, not the Burns documentary, but um, uh movie called Gettysburg. And evidently, and I need to look into, like, the, the validity of, of the story, where... They were filming and they had all these extras in, you know, period costumes and it, there was a, a, a ridge where it was high up and they all went, you know, in, during a break to kind of watch the sunset. And they said that this old grizzled man uh, in costume had come up to him and, you know, he said he reeked of sulfur too, which is what the – uh Ugh, the, demon. know they, 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 they used it in the ammunition – Back then. I hate that smell. And basically that it was like, like, like you know, smell. kind of like, yeah, it was a rough day, boys, you know. And he had musket balls. Um And he kind of like gave them musket balls. And they didn't think any of it, you know. And then at the time, then like, the, you know, they kind of started talking and the guy just kind of vanished at, at, out of nowhere. But they still had the musket, musket balls. balls. And they, they got – they went back. They took him into town and had him verify that they were authentic, legit period wow. musket balls which is interesting to me if it's a true story the fact that those items they came with that guy and they stayed when, when he, he left, and it's a physical object that was in pristine condition that's over 150 years old um, how does that happen just like how did my food disappear how did the whole fucking box disappear and where did it go it's interesting, and there's you know there's there's a lot to understand there's a lot there that I want to understand, and it's one of those things where I really think that science is just so dismissive of it, yeah
1: um yeah, I don't think we'll I think as much as we want to understand it, I don't think that we'll ever understand it
0: I hope so I don't know.
1: the thing for me about
2: it is like i don't like I've never experienced anything, and I'm completely skeptical about all sorts of shit and anytime something happens in my house I will find some way to tell myself like no that's it's not what it is it's fine um but I also am of the mind that like just because I haven't experienced something doesn't mean that it's not real just like you know I was like the best thing that I can the best and least uh problematic thing that I can compare it to would be like catcalling where dudes are like does that really happen though I've never catcall I've never seen that happen like fucking i promise you it's happened it happens to me all the time every day like i feel like that kind of way about it where i'm like no i've never seen that and i've never had but if somebody is so like that experience happened to them and like you can tell like they are shaken by that experience catcalling <laughs>
1: yeah, sometimes. Uh, scroll, I mean, sometimes I've been sometimes. followed, but, but I've that, been followed. Why I mean, can't, I, I can't <laughs> somebody else have been followed? <laughs>
2: by <laughs> by, by something that they can't explain, like that just because I haven't seen that or I haven't felt that or I haven't experienced that doesn't mean that I can't like validate and believe when someone else has had that experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why I was like calling. I was like, is the least problematic (laughs) example that I can think of. There are plenty that I can think of, but I didn't want to
0: like,
1: it's awful. I fucking hate it. (laughs) Has it ever worked for you? Like,
0: does that ever work? No, Not even like, I mean, I can, I can see how it could be like, you know, a little frightening at times. Like, if, like if it's, it's happening at night, that's, you know. That's and that's the thing
2: is that, like, and the best way to explain it to people is, like, because you've had horrible situations. Like, I've had somebody come up and grab me on the ass after talking to me, and I told them no, and they followed me and, like, physically put their hands on me. That's rough. Yeah. When you've experienced that, like, you're afraid that every experience could turn out to be that. So, like... When when that's happened to you, then like the next time somebody's like, "Hey, mama," you're like, "Fucking no! Like, stay away from me. I don't want you to touch me. I don't want you to follow me." Like, it can easily when it's turned bad before, you can easily see it turning bad again. And so any little thing is like, no, that could escalate to something worse. So it's always uncomfortable.
1: Hmm. Yeah, we don't recommend doing
0: that. Oh, it's not. I've never cackle
2: <laughs> There's like, um, there's this like tw- uh, Twitter, like. Uh, feed thing that I read recently where this woman was talking about how like this um she was trying to sell her dryer and she's married. Yes
1: I read that and that was fucking terrifying So she's
2: trying to sell her dryer, right? And she puts it up and she's married and she even says like look I work weird hours and I'm, and if you're a man and you're coming to pick up this dryer, like one, you're gonna need help. Like somebody's gonna have mm-hmm. to help you. You're gonna have to have a way to get it out. And you have to come by when my husband is home because I don't want to be home alone with a man in my house like coming to get this and she's like, I feel like, you know, maybe I'm being too much, whatever, but maybe I f- I'm feeling reasonable about this request. So then this guy comes. He's like the 60-year-old man. She shouldn't have to explain herself. She, she shouldn't. Right. Shit. Boom. She shouldn't have to explain herself anyway. The 60-year-old man is like, I want to pick it up. And the only time that he can come is when her husband is not going to be so home. So she's
0: thinking 60-year-old man. She's
2: thinking, right. 60-year-old man. Like, okay. Like, he seems fine. He's got a wedding ring. Like, whatever. Like, this shouldn't be a problem. Old man comes in. He's helping her... He tells her he doesn't have anybody to help. So she needs to help him get this dryer like, out of the basement. And the whole time that they're like lifting the dryer, he's making all these comments about like how pretty she is, how nice she looks.
0: <laughs> oh man, and
2: like, how good it looks to see a woman like working. Like she's like sweating, lifting this dryer, and how like attractive that oh, is. Jesus. And all she's thinking is, like, I'm on the bottom, trapped under this dryer. If I upset this man, he can let it go, and I can fall down the dryer or fall down the stairs and die in my own fucking house because I've upset this man, and she's like tries to just let it go and laugh it off, and she helps him get it up the thing, and then they get it out, and for some reason, he says like man. they can't get it in his truck, he's gonna have to come back later to get it and she's like really Is the truck angry gonna grow bigger in a few hours so he leaves, but then later. This same man showed up in the middle of the night. Um, and she heard like this banging on the door, and she looked outside and she recognized who the man was. But her husband, her husband answered point? the door, okay. and when the man saw her husband at the door, he was like, Oh, wrong house, and turned around and left. And she looked out and she was like, That was the man who was here earlier about this dryer. So she's like, All these situations, like, I felt like, Okay, like this isn't that big. maybe I'm making a big deal, maybe I'm doing this to do this worse. But every step of the way it was taken advantage of and she was made to feel completely unsafe. Right. And then she couldn't help but feel like she brought it on herself because she had opened herself to this response or she had felt like she had let this man in her home. And and if anything had happened, she would have felt responsible for that thing happening to her, even though it wouldn't really have been her fault. It would have been because someone took advantage and did something fucked up. Right. And that kind of situation happens with women all the time where they're I, just like do is this a thing that i make a big deal about do i just laugh this off and pretend it's nothing what how do i get out of the situation safely and sometimes that situation is completely innocuous but you've had this other experience that you can't treat the situation like it might be harmless because it might not be and the minute that you assess the situation incorrectly is the minute that it can turn against
0: you right i mean i've had i've like out late night and um like either walking back to my car or someplace else, I've had I've had girls kind of like walk with me, yeah. Um, and some of them flat out say like I'm walking with you so people think that like and we're together, you know, yep. And um, I've always wanted to just be like, how do you know that I'm not? Oh, stop, but don't <laughs> yeah. do that. No, that right? Do. Like it wouldn't I be funny because she that. would immediately right. be like, Obviously, Oh this my god, scared, yeah, right. And, and, <laughs> um,
2: so this is, but so that's an example. But this is what I mean of like. So going back to being haunted, (laughs) anything like that of a situation where I'm like, clearly you're upset. Like, this is something that you're taking very seriously. You've obviously experienced something just because I haven't been there and I haven't felt that doesn't mean that I can't hear you, believe you and and validate that experience and like hold it and uh, like, and you know, like be respectful of, of what you've experienced. Even if I'm like, I didn't see that. Did that really happen? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not that person. (laughs) <laughs>
0: I appreciate that.
2: Do you have anything else to to add about it, or um,
0: God, there's so much, and it's just one of those things where you're on the spot. It's just, what do I talk about?
1: Have you talked to your sister anymore?
0: Yeah, I mean, I still talk to my sister, um, well, but like in general, like of course, <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking about. Um, not not in a long time, not because of this, but I, I was. Um, we're going over on Halloween. And um, I did have other questions for her um, because a lot of – now that it's the activities starting to – it's been picking back up, I do have some questions for her. I want to know if she uh, – if if there's anything happening with her. She seems like the type of person that would just completely ignore it. But it does a really good job of of making sure it's not ignored, making sure, that, sure it... that that you're thinking about it and <sighs> – thing that just, that that happened recently um and Lindsay, um uh the, the girl i live with uh it was one of those things oh, i can't because so much is happening like where things are just vanishing and it's it, it's almost impossible to not talk about it to not give it the attention and yeah i just want to see if if uh, if uh it's happening if it happens to my sister yeah relatively around the same times that it's happening to me she seems like somebody that would have no problems fucking ignoring it because i don't think she talks about it with her husband and she has a little girl who's five so if it is happening her little girl's gonna start dealing with it um because you this is about the time that it all started for everybody in my family mm. so it was at that age things for you guys because we're talking about it here i would look out for just be wary of of you know just Encounters during the day, like if you talk to people, um, you know you're out getting coffee at Wah Wah, or you know you, you're picking up dinner somewhere. People are hostile towards you. Just try to let it roll off your shoulders. Um, that's a lot. It, it, it wants to cause dis- discord. It wants to cause strife. It, it that's what I, I do know one hundred percent is that it wants to disrupt your life. It wants to cause discord and and make things off kilter. I don't know why I don't know if it feeds off of the energy um, if it gets off on it but it definitely you know if things are you know a little off just do your best to try to I- ignore it it's not going to stay with you much longer do you have anything um, not right now
1: do you have a question no
2: I think we went through most of what I wanted to ask about. yeah I have ghost looked like dad arrow ghost looked like you. <laughs>
0: but right?
2: see, that's the thing. It's, it's what, I mean, on it, shape.
0: It, yeah, it's yeah. I, I, that's something that I, I, to
2: me was like really like creepier even than just the like it was the second floor. How was I peeking in your window at the second floor? To me, was the
1: like it was you. Like mm-hmm. I saw your face looking in through a yeah. window, which is why I'm, I would like to know what you know when your sister saw a woman and then that woman was right in her face. Was it? Was it someone that she knew?
0: That's a good question.
2: And for me, I was like, was it the fucking grandma?
0: Like, that was what I thought. she wouldn't know because you guys have
2: only seen one picture. No, they
0: they, they knew my grandmother. But it was Um, also like a quick flash. Like,
2: if you're just like, oh, fuck! Like, and covering yourself in blankets. No, she
0: saw her standing in the
2: corner for a while. And then you said she came over, right? And, like, she took the blankets down and she was, like, kneeling over her. Yeah.
1: That's shit Fuck right that. out of my nightmares. Fuck that. <laughs> like, I know like, nightmares but... as a child and nightmares now. <laughs>
2: that sounds like uh, did, was it Josh had a story about the governess? Which we didn't talk about on the podcast, but that was like one of the ghosts that he had seen in the past. Well, his. Uh, was that z- Mary Angela? Somebody z- was over like a crate or over like a, over the bassinet or whatever. Was that, that Mary Angela? Angela?
0: Might have been Mary Angela. It the was governess Angela. was one of the ghosts that one of them told in us about. house. Did he yeah. work at a, or he lives in a haunted a house that's Josh had Josh
2: grew up to in a haunted house, yes, but also like since moving like has had has been followed by something.
1: And you can hear Josh's stories on uh, <laughs> episode 1 of Toberfest. <laughs> it's true, it's called Haunted People. Haunted People. Uh, and
2: there's a quote about how there are no haunted places, only haunted people, which is which is kind of an explanation as to, like why some people experience things much more deeply than other people in in different places like they could possibly you know be more sensitive to like the energy that's there or like there are also um dichotomies of hauntings as like manifestations of trauma um in a way that like not to say that the haunting isn't being experienced but that that is like leftover energy and and like creates this not like i don't want to say like creates this being but like makes someone more sensitive to to that experience and they can kind of like sense that more than someone who hasn't experienced that. something there like are definitely
0: that. things um from my childhood that i i used to see that i don't see anymore yeah um like when i was uh, in elementary school the blackboards were were green they weren't black I remember. Yep, yeah
2: mine too before they had those fancy dry erase boards. I could always
0: see uh, um, when my teacher would be standing in front of them, or anyone was standing in, in front of them, The outlines around them, uh, uh, the chalkboard, mm-hmm. would always be lighter. Like you could – there was something around them I could always see as a kid. Anybody – and it only was really evident – uh, when they stood in contrast to the chalkboard I could always notice that I, now I don't see that stuff anymore yeah. whatever it was I have no idea what that was right
2: but... weird
1: some weird stuff
0: <laughs> I'm sorry if I'd like made this really serious no right. no, <laughs> no no no. I was like this has been great <laughs> that's what we wanted we <laughs> right? want to
1: talk about it, but I think there's also a point where we're just like God, I don't even know what else to what ask what else to ask or say Yeah. Th- there's of course so I'll many questions I'll send you guys pictures of the
0: objects Oh, oh please yeah! Please do. do. Yes. We put it on our social Share media. Share them on our Instagram.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, hopefully, I guess you talking about this doesn't cause it to stir up anything super negative. I can handle it for you or your roommate.
0: I can handle it. She can handle it too. She's she a tough. Can. She's a tough bear. <laughs> Love it. <Yeah>. I've <laughs> also known her like my whole life too. So oh, cool. Well,
1: I guess. I mean, do you have anything to add for like a following, like a final statement?
2: Um, what are your your final thoughts, Jerry Springer? (laughs) (laughs) Take care of yourselves at each other. Yeah, that's That's it. That's it. Yes, right. He he tells his final (laughs) thought, and
0: then it's take care of yourselves at each other. He always manages to like, no matter like. How shitty the topic of a show to actually find that like, a, like a believable we nugget of morality. We all go through hard things like belie- in our lives. Exactly. <laughs> you know
2: whether it's. But one thing know, that we got- can all relate to <laughs> is we're all people and we do our best, we work our hardest, and we do what we can. Take care of yourselves some and each other. Up show topics. So you always
0: <laughs> find that nur- nugget of morality to land in on the
1: you. most unmoral show <laughs> that's I know. out there.
2: My God, and then Steve, who ended up getting his own show,
1: Steve Wilkos.
2: Steve Wilkos, yeah, Yeah, the guy who broke up all the fights.
0: Yeah, (laughs) he was like, "Let me just get Get, my own show." Get the hell off my stage. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any final thoughts here? Um, (laughs) Get the hell off my Um, stage. (laughs) No, uh, uh, because it's not over. Um, Yeah, I would say Sarah. She looks so. Uh, (laughs) She's just making a sad fit. Like if um, it's not all that bad you know it's kind of you know for
2: you right you said like, it's, it, it's it's worse there. for the people
0: that you you know it's like know. yeah, i guess it's like um like a, a blind person who who's born <laughs> blind you know you feel sorry for them because they don't have this sense but they don't know anything else yeah and, and so it's not a problem for them they they learn to live their life w- w- you know with this disability and it doesn't bother them um it's kind of like that where it's it doesn't bother me. I know what what it is, and just having other people accept it is the problem a lot of times. And yeah, I think that's always going to be the problem. Yeah, but I'm dealing with it, and I'll keep you guys posted.
1: Yeah, let us know when you talk to your sister.
0: I will. I'm going to see her on Halloween. So, and let me know if anything. Oh yeah, happens no, I mean, with we'll, you guys.
1: we'll keep tabs on. By all means, if yeah. Anything happens. Hopefully not. Got a couple
2: days till this episode comes out. We might release it and then be like, update. Oh, maybe. That's the update music the for update music. Uh, Unsolved Mysteries when they have an <laughs> update on the mystery. Update.
0: What? Well, i thought why well, i thought it was wow a... right, oh, that's whole... hard copy is that well, hard the whole copy is well whole...
2: is all i think or so is that Unsolved Mysteries- well Wall. the whole Unsolved Mysteries theme is like doo do do doo do 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 do. wow like that's the thing you're doing but then when they just do the update like it's just like that doo update
1: <laughs> <laughs> Update. last time
2: we told you this person's
0: head hadn't who, been found now it show? has robert stack robert stack he's dead now he's dead now and he, he did that show because yeah, had like something horrific happened to his family that was
2: yeah. um the host of america's most wanted whose name oh my god i need to look it up right now but his son was kidnapped and murdered the, <gasps> the guy who oh, hosts america's most wanted yes awful Yes, I'm like, I'm going to look that up right now. Host of America's...
0: But it's, I think it's like his son his was like son. chopped up. Yes, like and... his like
2: three or four-year-old son. America's most wanted
0: host. That's off the deep end shit right there. And That's that was
2: before he was the host. Like, that was what got him oh into gosh. shit. John Walsh. John Walsh. Murder oh. of Adam Walsh is the next thing that comes up. Uh, was an American boy who was abducted from a Sears department store oh, in the Hollywood so, Mall in so Hollywood, Florida in 1981. So he was with his mother was. His severed head was found oh! two weeks later oh, in a drainage man. canal along Florida's turnpike in rural St. Lucie County, Florida.
0: So he was taken to Florida. He was in California and...
2: no, in No, Hol- in Hollywood, Florida. Oh, in Hollywood, Uh-oh. Florida. Yeah. Um... His death earned national publicity. His story made, it was made into the 1983 television film, Adam, seen by 38 million people in its original airing. His father, John Walsh, became an advocate for victims of violent crimes and was the host of the television program, America's Most Wanted.
0: Wait, he became an advocate for violent crimes?
2: No, an yeah, advocate for the, the victims, victims of okay. violent crimes. It was the, and, uh, and currently, it The too. Hunt with John Walsh. Wow. Uh, he was six, his son. Oh. Uh, yeah Robert Stack was an actor before he was the host of Unsolved Mysteries yeah. but oh. yes the host John Walsh the host of America's Most Wanted actually like his son was horribly brutally murdered and then he went on to advocate for
0: victims of brutal
2: crimes and to host America's Most Wanted
0: I wonder so clearly he was with I don't want to say p- fun facts just, yeah. just, <laughs> just facts all facts he was with his parents, uh, or one of them, at that mall. Because he was, yeah,
2: abducted from so, the mall. Which I'm sure that's that's you, literally you have just some the weird synopsis. fucked up survivor
0: skill If it was dad that you yeah. were taken under his watch, or do you have? Yeah, some he type was of, with mom. He was with mom, so you, you blame the mom that bitch. Took her the You're like you, damn bitch.
2: <laughs> i Like cut this off. was already dark, but this got so
0: dark. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm Just trying to get into the mind. <laughs> right. I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs>
2: But yes, it was, uh, she was with him at the... At the oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's awful. And he was playing an Atari set. He was playing with the Atari at the Sears. and in
1: yeah, video around games.
2: He
0: never got to and, see a and Nintendo. And person
2: came up and...
1: Oh, oh God.
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> or Genesis or Dreamcast. It's a real or tragedy. Or... No, oh, no. no. <laughs> all the gaming systems. Too system. soon. Is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is it?
2: <laughs> with that said... Aaron, thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. Thank you. Today. Thank thank you th-
1: we're yeah, so excited to have you on. We um, really
2: appreciate you coming and, and
0: sharing your story with I'm us. I'm not a storyteller, so I hope it was okay. Right. No, it was very good. Yes, great. And we would
1: love, you know, tell us what you guys think. Tell us uh, how you felt about this yeah, story. Of course. Or- so
2: you guys, of course, can always reach out to us by emailing us at deadtimestories, with a Z, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Instagram. Deadtime Stories, all one word, is our name on Insta. We're on Facebook. You are making such a face right now.
1: Because we didn't even talk about the most important thing that happened this week. What's let's, that? Let's talk about it. We caught a ghost, dick. Oh my God.
2: Oh my God. Boy! We did. No! We did. Oh my God. Forget everything I just said. Forget that we were ending this episode.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, it's so it's going to end soon, guys. But we just have to say we got our. And
2: also, I was like, I can save the fetish five I have for next week.
1: Let's do. Let's. let's yeah, let's I was like, it. we're already a little, we're running a little
2: long, but we are little... going to oh, talk about.
1: Oh, we're going to tell you about our ghost stick. Our
2: ghost stick. We got our first ghost stick, you guys.
1: Which I don't know, Aaron, if you've listened or not. We've been requesting since episode two. Um this started so out as a whole s-
2: run of our show. This started as a joke. <laughs> it started as
1: a joke because we mentioned um <laughs> talking about making like a Tinder dating profile just to find people who have had experiences and be like, We do a podcast, if you have experiences let us know. But we're not on here to date you. We're not on here, we're like, don't send us a dick pic. But you Unless... can send it if it's dressed, dressed up, up like as a ghost. A ghost.
2: So that we've been making right. this joke that we would like somebody to, and I was like, okay, it was kind of a joke, but like it was now also legit." Now it's for real. Now we really, where want we were like, that. we no. really want Good. someone to dress up their dick Good as a ghost job, with a Kleenex, preferably with googly eyes, but just we're, dress up like with a Kleenex as a ghost. Don't send a picture of your dick unless it's dressed up as a ghost. Like fuck you, we we're don't want like that.
0: A, like a little trucker cap. Or well,
2: and Aww. we said that for Halloween we would Superman accept, uh, which we never actually announced on the podcast. We we're like, for the month of October, we will accept any costumed dick, but okay. like True. it still has to be in a costume. Um, but we had a fan reach out to us. Uh, I'm pretty sure he said not to disclose who he was. But, no,
1: that's fair. That's fair. But
2: he reached out to us and asked if we actually wanted it because he was a big fan he, of the show. And he was a gentleman about and it. And he was a
1: total gentleman.
0: He, and he was like, I didn't it. want to
2: just send it. like, But if you guys you really...
0: solicited. You, <laughs> we did. And that's what we said.
2: We're like, we have solicited. <laughs> it saying we want for this. for it. um,
0: But it's nice like that it he was a gentleman. About but it. he,
2: right. And he was like, do you really want one? Because I, I would send it to you. And we're like, oh my god, yes. And he was like, okay, should I send it to you via Instagram? Or should I email it to you? I was Grand like, no, please town. email it to us. And he emailed it to us and I opened it and like we were so excited I had that conversation with him at night before I went to bed and then I he wasn't I mean mean, yeah he was at least semi excited (laughs) you didn't get any there was, was no perfect. extra dick in the shot, right? Like, like it don't... was like coming out of the pajama pants and there was a blanket pulled up and you could just see like the, the
1: Kleenex over the dick. You could tell it was over a dick, but like you didn't see any extra dick. Okay, like, so he was, out he, underneath. he was discreet
0: about it. He was yeah. so discreet. discreet.
1: We've never seen this man's dick. If you put it in a lineup, we wouldn't we would not be, able be, able be able to pick a it out, really out in the a lineup. Cap. Um, at all. It was very well done. It was
2: very well done. And we were so, so, so excited. But I had had the conversation with him the night before, and then I woke up in the morning and checked I our email and dick woke dick up and like <laughs> got to see the ghost stick. And I was it one, it made me laugh. And then two, I was just like, This was the best start to my morning. It like, was. This was is, this is the best thing I could have seen. We were texting each today. other like, Oh my god <laughs> Did you see it? Oh my god. We have our first so ghost excited. stick. So I won't be saying his name, but you know who you are. And, and thank, thank you, you so much so much. You brought us so much joy with your ghost dick. We're
1: still talking about it and if you want to also bring us joy with your ghost dick, you can email, email us. Email us,
2: Dead Time Stories, <laughs> all one word with a G, or with a
0: G, with a Z, at gmail.com. Does it have its own little like forward slash ghost dick?
1: Um, not yet.
2: We do <laughs> sometimes ghost There's hashtag, do hashtag start, ghost dick. piling, in. Ghost
0: piling dick. in, you're going to have to manage I that. I so. are going to have to manage that shit, ladies. <sighs>
2: I'm trying. Crossed. Um crossed. So, so, yeah. So, thank you so much <laughs> for the ghost dick and, uh, Happy Halloween, guys.
1: This episode's coming out on Halloween, Halloween. so happy, happy, happy Halloween. Thank you for spending it with us. Thank you
2: for celebrating Guestoberfest with us this month,
1: and uh,
2: thank you for following us. This is our 25th episode. We're a quarter of the way to 100, so... So this is our last episode. I'm just kidding. Stop, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) I love Peter. He's our older mate who doesn't listen to this podcast. (laughs) But yeah, so... Aaron, thanks again. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you. Thank Happy you, Ghost Happy Dick, Cinder. Thank you, listeners. And yeah, thank you, everybody. I'm Stephanie. I'm Sarah. And this is Dead, Dead Time, Time Stories. Stories. Happy
1: Halloween. Happy Halloween.
2: Dead Time Stories is hosted by Sarah Hedins and Stephanie C. Fernison. Music and editing by Eric Gershnow. Artwork by Remy Slackman.